Information is for illustrative purposes only and do not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Paul Durso and Charles Bowers, Jr. are investment advisor representatives of Insight Folios. Retirement is coming up fast. Will you have the income for the life you're dreaming of? Will you be traveling or flipping channels? Will you be helping the kids and grandkids or asking them for help? If you've worked, saved, and done without, but you still don't know if you'll make it, then welcome to Simply Financial, where you'll learn to invest like a pro so you can move forward with confidence. This is Simply Financial with Paul Durso, your first step to financial clarity. Now, here's Paul. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with me, Paul, where we're all about taking your first steps to financial clarity. I'm your host, Paul, here with my co-host, Charlie Bowers. Hey, Paul. How you doing? All right. And uh, church is on Sunday, but you know what? So is football. And if you find yourself torn between your local church and the church of the first down, Today's show is for you. Our guest today is Bryce Johnson. He's the founder of Unpacking It Ministries, including the Unpacking It radio show. Today, you're going to witness the uncommon intersection between sports and faith. And later, we're going to talk a little bit about how building football success is similar to building financial success. So call your friends and families Tell them to tune right now into Simply Financial with Paul Durso here on 1025-610-WFNC. Well, Paul, before we get deeper into the program, let me tell you a little something. I had an epiphany not so long ago as I was thinking about my life and uh, career path. And it's not really earth-shattering or life-changing or anything, but it is something somewhat humorous and in line with you know some of my beliefs. I'm excited to hear this. And one belief is that sometimes God won't let you go through door number three, which can be your goals and your dreams, until he has you pass through doors number one and two first. He's got a certain pathway set out for you. And the other, which may be closer to uh, my little epiphany here, is uh, similar in meaning, and you've probably heard it said before, that if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans for your life. Well, while I was thinking about my uh, life and career path, I think I made God chuckle at least four times over the years. I'm sure you're not the only one, Charlie. <laughs> I know, well, I don't pretend to be. But when I was graduating the University of South Carolina with my doctorate in chemical engineering and starting to look for my first career-oriented job, I interviewed with a textile company named Millican. And I had no intention of working in textiles and kind of saw this as a practice interview. Well, one of the division presidents of Millican was a South Carolina graduate, and he came to the, to the university to interview candidates. And we had a, a great conversation, and he asked me why I wanted to work in textiles and why I wanted to work for Millican. And uh, I told him very clearly, and this is exactly what I said. I said, I don't want to work in textiles, and I sure as hell wouldn't work for Millican. You said that. I did. Well, I was wrong on both counts. <laughs> he offered me a job, and I accepted it. <laughs> wow. So 0 for 1. Now, remember, at this point as well, when I was looking for the job, I didn't want to move too far from my family. I, I never have because I, I just love them too much and ne never wanted to go too far. Well, while I was working with the Millican plant, I had to be able, available 24-7, including holidays and uh, uh, practically vacation. And we recently had our first son, our first child, Chuck. And I wanted to be there as he grew up, which is uh, kind of tough to do in the manufacturing atmosphere. And I had talked to a company about a position in, in Rock Hill, but that d position didn't materialize. And uh, I'd really gotten to the point where I was ready to move on to something else. And I went to a, a trade show with Millican. And the day I came home, there was a voicemail on our new answering machine. Tells you how far long back Dating that was. Dating yourself, everybody. And uh, it was that same company that I talked to before offering that had a position in Rock Hill. I, I called them back excited. They offered me a job, but it was in Pittsburgh. I moved to Pittsburgh. Fun. 0 for 2. So my job in Pittsburgh moved me back to Charlotte after a couple of years. And, and how about that? But while I was working with this company, I was doing pretty well. A friend of mine asked me to join him in the buildings products business. And uh, that could have been fun, but I was doing pretty well where I was, and I didn't want to make that change. A couple of years later, I was downsized from my doing really well position. 
and was having some trouble finding another job because jobs weren't so plentiful at the time. And I finally got a reasonable offer and was thinking about it before I could accept. The offer was rescinded, and I'm not sure exactly why. So instead, I working, started working at my friend's business for no pay. Uh, apparently, I was somewhat helpful. He started paying me something, and in a short time, he made me full-time, and I became president of that company. But the company I said I would not leave for because I had a pretty well, doing real, real well job. No, far. I had to leave for, 0 for 3. So a few years later, when the construction business wasn't doing so well, started to struggle, I decided I needed to leave uh, my friend's business so he had had a, a better chance of weathering the downturn. And uh, I thought this was a great time to find something exciting I really wanted to do. And, of course, I wasn't really sure what that was. But as a recovering introvert, I knew 100% I didn't want anything to do with insurances or the financial services business. Now, my wife, Lori's dad, had passed away, and we thought we should get some financial assistance on how to handle his assets with Lori's mom. So I went with Lori and her mom to an advisor and was engaged in these conversations, and we met several times over, and Lori's mom seemed to value my judgment with her financial affairs. Well, the company owner pulled me to the side after one of those meetings and said that if I ever wanted a job, he wanted me to join him. Well, of course, I said thanks, but no thanks, and proceeded to continue looking. Uh, before long, it became apparent that there weren't too many jobs available, especially here in the Charlotte area. But because of Lori's mom's health and living situation, we decided it was really important for me to, to limit my job search to this area just so we could continue to take care of her. So guess what I ended up doing? Yep. So now you understand why I'm in the financial advice business, uh, working with uh, that, that company there and then moving over with Paul a few years later. So God must really think himself a comedian. Uh, you know, Charlie, zero, God, four in these circumstances. So I shouldn't have told him my plans. Uh, but let's get on to our guest today. Bryce Johnson is a graduate of Appalachian State with a degree in broadcasting. He worked for several radio stations and now has his own nationally syndicated radio show with a flagship station uh, here in the Charlotte area. Uh, but that's not all. He's also founder and president of Unpacking It Ministries. Welcome, Bryce Johnson. How you doing, Bryce? What's up, guys? Great to be with you. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're here. So there's so many questions, and I want to get right to it. How does a guy get a gig like yours? You you run your own show, your radio show. You talk to a bunch of star athletes, which I'm so jealous about. Not only are they athletes, but these are good godly athletes, and you get paid to do it how, how did you do this <laughs> it's been a long and challenging journey and and god's been very good and faithful uh to me uh opening up tons of doors uh, along the way and 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 real quickly i've, I've got to say uh when i was in college at appalachian state one of the summers i came back to charlotte where i grew up and, and still live now uh but but came back to wfnz and i was an intern on the mac attack so, uh, so love those guys over there, and uh, and glad that they're still uh, rocking and rolling in the morning. Because when when I was interning, they were the uh, the midday host, uh, Mac and T Bone. So it's been a, a long journey for me, really getting into radio while at App State, uh, and then just pursuing sports radio and and wanting to to go that direction, and then along the way. God really changed my heart and, and gave me a, a strong desire to do sports radio with, with purpose and meaning and, and really being able to incorporate my faith and recognizing that there are so many athletes and coaches and, and broadcasters within the sports world that are passionate about their faith and who they are as, as people uh, is, is maybe different than what people realize or, or what we see just on, you know, during a game or, or in a, a box score or something like that. And so now with, with the Unpacking It radio show, it's a, it's a faith and sports show, and, and I'm, I'm asking guys to share what's most important to them in life, and it's, it's their faith, it's their family. It, it's, it's, you know, topics about character and integrity and how they handle difficulties in life. And so, uh, so it's, been, it's been one step kind of after another that, that has led me to really finding my sweet spot of, of doing sports radio, which, I, which I've loved since I was growing up listening to the, the, the Pac-Man on WFNZ uh, as a kid, and, and to now being able to talk to, to guys that, that I highly respect as people, people like you know, Cody Dungy and, and Ernie Johnson and, 
and Hubert Davis and Tony Bennett and, and athletes and coaches uh, and broadcasters like that who, who love Jesus and, and who are very open about their faith. And so I talk to them about those topics. And so so I got to ask you, I got to ask you, who's been your favorite athlete to talk with and why? So my favorite guest is, is Ernie Johnson. And, and I tell everybody I can this. see that. Uh, He's awesome. Is that the Braves broadcaster? Or? Yeah. So, okay, well, all right. He's, he's a baseball, uh, basketball you know, studio host, and mm-hmm. he does play by play for baseball, or he has in the past. Uh, but, but I'm a big NBA fan, and so watching him with Charles Barkley on Inside the NBA, <laughs> uh, you, know, you, you know how funny he is. You know how entertaining and a great broadcaster that Ernie is. Um, but he's had quite the quite the journey of, of cancer, and uh, one of his sons uh, has has had chronic uh, health issues throughout his life. And so, so Ernie's faith is so evident. Um, and so, when he was on my show, he was just so transparent, so real, uh, very relatable. And uh, and I just love. I've, I've interviewed him twice, and it's just been a real real joy. So so I go back to him as as my favorite. Has uh, has there been any any athlete or any guest on your show that's just made you incredibly nervous? Because you get to talk to some pretty high fo- high profile people. You know, th- this past summer I interviewed Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. and he's he's as cool of a guy as you you might think he is. He lives up to the hype, um, but but there was an intimidation factor with him for sure. Uh, but but I tell you what, he was relaxed, yet you can see the intense side of him. Um, but I was talking to him about um, we were at a conference together called Man Up, and, and he's very passionate about kids that are growing up fatherless. Um, and so we just had a great conversation. But, but yeah, Tomlin, I would say, uh, a little intimidating for sure. Well, that's fair. You know, uh, Bryce, I, I think it's great that you can pull athletes in uh, that have these Christian values because I know as kids we, we so much look up to the athletes uh, in, in these professional sports as, as really heroes, and some of them just uh, might not be the best role models there are out there. Well, we, we know that in, in any area of life, that there are you know people that, that you can look up to and respect, and then there are people that, that let you down. And, and so there are plenty of athletes that, that get into sports, and they're not equipped to handle the fame. They're not equipped to handle the money. Um, and, and the stress and the pressure and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so to, to, to hear from guys who, who do rely on their faith in Jesus to give them the strength, to keep them grounded, to give them purpose beyond themselves, to give them purpose beyond winning or losing, uh, guys that, that find their identity in Christ and not in you know, performance-based and, and depending on how well they played the, the previous game, uh, those are guys that, that we can admire and respect and look up to. And, you know, a lot of these guys that I talk to about their faith, I, I talk to them about their struggles too. And they go through seasons where it is difficult and they, you know, struggle to, to trust God. But, but ultimately they know that that's where they can turn to in, in the darkest of hours. And, and when they do, you know, mess up and blow it, there's, there's a humility and a, a, a you know desire for forgiveness and reconciliation and so those are the guys that yeah you, you want kids to look up to not because they're perfect uh, but because they're they're seeking something uh, beyond themselves yeah that, that really is that really is the yeah. way it is and, and folks when we get back Bryce is going to let you in on a little known secret of where unpacking it came from this is Charlie Bowers the show is simply financial with Paul Durso and this is the Insight Financial Network IFN. Hey, it's Paul, and we'll be right back to the show in just a minute. But if you're worried about where you're going to get your dream income for retirement, just give us a call, and we're going to get in your hands absolutely free our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. For the first 10 callers, you're going to get two books and a ton of other materials that you wouldn't quite expect to get from a financial advisor absolutely free. Knowledge is power, right? So here's a ton of knowledge for you, and it's absolutely free. Just give us a call at 855-999-7526. Again, to get your free Retirement Rescue Toolkit today, pick up the phone and dial 855-999-7526. 
This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso. This is Charlie Bowers, and we're talking with Bryce Johnson, president and founder of Unpacking It Ministries. And before we went off the air, we kind of teased you with uh, Bryce. Where did Unpacking It come from? Tell, tell us well, about the ministry. What's that? What, just tell us about the ministry. Like, where did, how did it start, and, and what, what are we going to learn? Yeah, so so basically this this concept of of unpacking is going you know b- below the surface and and getting uh, you know deeper more meat and so basically the the whole point of the the ministry and the radio show is to unpack sports faith and life and 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 really leveraging sports to to have conversations about sports that then lead to conversations about life and faith and so to unpack. What does the Bible say? What, is it, what does it look like to follow Jesus? How can I be a sports fan and follow Jesus? What, what happens when life gets derailed and, and I find out that, that I'm going to lose my job, I'm going to lose my marriage? Where do I turn? What, what can I uh, learn from, from the Bible to get me through the difficulties of life and, and th- this desire for purpose and meaning and, um, and, and a desire to, to have a Savior? And so uh, we just want to unpack all of that. And so our ministry is geared right around sports fans. We love FCA and Athletes in Action, and they do a great job reaching athletes and coaches, but we want to reach the sports fans. We want to be an encouragement. We want to challenge sports fans to, to follow Jesus and, and become more like him. And so um, the, the ministry is basically uh, broken down into uh, community and content, and so our, under content, we've got a, a devotional, we've got the radio show, podcast, videos, all that kind of thing. And then from a community standpoint, we do events in Charlotte. Uh, we've got a, a golf tournament, a flag football tournament. We do events with churches. And then we encourage guys to get into small groups that we call a pack. Uh, and so you get together for prayer, accountability, community, and kicking around sports topics. And so, uh, so that's kind of the, the gist of, of what Unpacking Administrators is all about. You know, I, I think that's a great thing. When you first started uh, telling us about it, it made me think, you know, especially as men, we try to make sense of life. We compartmentalize. We have our spiritual compartment. We have our sports compartment. We have our business compartment. And, and we're probably very complex in that we have so many compartments where we try to make sense of life. But unless Jesus owns all of your compartments, it, it, it really can be a tough life. So you're, you're approaching it through sports to try to uh, – give Jesus total control over one's life and kind of get rid of some of these individual compartments we live in. And actually another thing that I, I love about your ministry is you're, you're, you're bringing faith into something that we don't necessarily see because when I watch these athletes on TV or I, I watch an interview on television about them, it's not typically about their life, their struggles. It, it might be about their hardship of what it took to become who they are on the screen, on the uh, on the football field or basketball court or whatever, but you're not seeing the core, the belief, the the who they really are off mm-hmm. the court or off the field, and I and I love that you're doing that. That is such a powerful ministry. Well, what's cool is we as sports fans we we tend to listen to, respect, follow athletes and and the teams that that we love to cheer for, and and so. Then when, you know, what we do at Unpacking is, is we, we talk to some of these athletes and coaches and say, all right, what, what's life really about? What have, you know, how have you gotten through difficulties? Well, we'll listen to those guys talk about their faith because we already respect them as players. We, we respect that Thomas Davis is an awesome tackler and, and plays great defense and has overcome, you know, so many injuries and, and his whole story is incredible. But at the, the, the foundation of who Thomas Davis is, it's his faith in Jesus. And so to be able to talk to him about that uh, is huge. And so um, there's that aspect of, of unpacking it where we're hearing from the athletes. And then the other part of it is, as sports fans, we love hanging out with our buddies, watching games, going to games, going to watch the, the, the game at a restaurant. And, and a lot of times we'll just talk sports. But if we're intentional, we can allow those sports conversations to then lead to 
hey, man, how are you really doing? What's going on in life? What's going on at home? What's going on at work? So we don't have to just stop it at sports talk, but it can be the, the entry point because we can trust each other because we know we're both rooting for the Panthers and we know that we, we both play fantasy football. And so there's already that bond that creates, well, if that's all it is, it's surface level and it ultimately, you know, just doesn't mean as much as it would if we, if we unpack a little bit more about who we are and, and what we're really struggling with and, and what life is all about. So, you know, I'd be remiss to, to, to bring up the fact that this is a financial show. So one of the things I want to, to bring up and have you share a little bit about your ministry is, is how you, you've financed it. You know, how it's got to be a struggle from different times to see where God's going to bring in the support that you need to have that ministry because ministries just don't support themselves. You know, you have to have people that sponsor and support you. And so, so talk a little bit about how hard it's been to, to grow this ministry and, and what God's done through the backing of people that sponsored and helped this ministry turn into what it is today. So when, when I finally, finally kind of got the, the calling and the, the, the conviction that, that I was supposed to start unpacking the ministries and, and set it up as a nonprofit, and, and I'm, I'm wrestling with the Lord, uh, and he's saying, hey, this is, this is what I'm calling you to do. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to ask people for money. I don't want to ask my friends and family to, to support this. And, and so I had to step out in obedience and, and start doing that. And early on in the ministry, it was so difficult for me to leverage my relationships and, and ask people to give. Mm. And over the last five years, I've experienced so many incredible moments and relationships with people that have gotten behind this ministry financially. They support it. A lot of monthly givers, a lot of people that, that support you know, yearly and, and larger gifts. And the, the bond that ends up being created between the two of us, where they, they are entrusting me to use the funds that God has given them to then have an impact on other people, that whole process is so rewarding. And, and I... I'm a giver myself. I love giving to ministries, giving, giving to the church, and, and, and there's such joy in giving. But, but I've had to learn to also be you know, joyful in, in receiving and, and, and taking on that responsibility and being a good steward of people saying, hey, I believe in this ministry. I want to support it. And, and so we've, we've tried to be very uh, just wise with how we spend money. Um, but, but God has taken us from a, a, a month-to-month, like, are we going to make it? And he would provide sometimes in the last minute, but I always saw him show up. I always saw him provide, and he's grown the ministry, you know, a little bit at a time, uh, but I give him all the glory for, for where we've, we've come and, and kind of where we're going, but, but he's the provider. I all love that. His anyway. I love that, Bryce. You know, there's so many times in my own life, and I'm not going to go into any of the stories, but where God just shows up, at the right time, totally unexpected. And you know what? There's so many people here in Charlotte that just struggle with seeing God sometimes, and they don't know if they're ever going to be able to retire. They don't know how they're going to make it on their own living. And, you know, Charlie and I definitely have a passion for people specifically regarding around planning for retirement. And I'm sure there's some hurting people out there that might wonder if they're ever going to be able to, to retire. That's right. And they're, they're struggling. And you know, I'm not going to make this a long, drawn-out um, part of the show, but if, if you're one of those people, just pick up the phone and, and dial 704-529-9500, and we're going we're gonna to help you build a plan. And if, if nothing else, we'd love to share Jesus with you. And if, if we can, you know, have, have a great conversation and, um, and, and to, to do some planning for you, that would be wonderful. Again, 704-529-9500. We, we'd love to, to see if it's possible for you to, to find a way to retire the way that you want you to know, retire. And, and a lot of people oftentimes want to give to ministries like Bryce's or their church or others, and they're just not sure if they can afford it. That's where the Simplicity Plan can help them know that they can give X amount of dollars toward a ministry like this. So that's a, please call us at 704-529-9500 if we can help you in any way. So one one last question. We have got about sixty seconds before we got to go, and we got to keep this got to keep this quick. So, you've inter, inter, interviewed dozens of big name athletes, coaches. What are they doing with their money? Well, I, I know that uh, 
you know, I, I don't know everybody's bank account and all that, but I do know that when when people give their life to, to Jesus, so whether that's, you know, the, the, the guy working in the, in the factory or a dentist or a doctor or an athlete, and he's given his life to Jesus and he understands what's been done for him, there is a, a willingness and understanding to, to give, that we just, we, we live with open hands and open hearts. And, and so I'm always, you know, encouraged by, I know Derek Carr, for instance, came out and said, hey, when I got my big contract, I'm, I'm giving uh, my tithes back to the church. And what a great testimony that was. And so when, when guys can stand for that and, and live just with generosity and not handouts, but, but just knowing that, hey, this isn't, this isn't mine. This is, how can I use this for God's glory? Uh, it's always encouraging. It, oh, it really is. That's great, Bryce. When we get back, Bryce is going to share his real purpose behind his ministry. This is Paul Durso. The show is Simply Financial, and this is the Insight Financial Work Network, IFN. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with me, Paul Durso. Today on the show, we've got Bryce Johnson, president and founder of Unpacking It Ministries and host of the Unpacking It radio show. Now, Bryce, I, I got to ask, I know this is a big part of your ministry. And it's a big part of who you are, and this is a part of your day, writing devotionals. So tell me about where your inspiration comes from and and, and how it's impacted some of the lives of your listeners and your readers. Yeah, so uh, each day I, I take a, a current sports story and relate it to the Bible and our own lives. And so I, I unpack, you know, what, what's, what's going on in, in sports. And so you know, usually on Mondays it's, it's a, a football weekend, and so I, I take an NFL story. So yesterday I wrote about the, the, the Saints beating the, the Rams and – how they focused in on stopping the run, and they focus in on one thing. And so sometimes we get so overwhelmed with we, we try to do everything or we try to reach everyone or we, we say yes to everything, and sometimes we just need to do one thing and, and do it well. Um, and so the Saints kind of focused in on that. So I just try to make it real practical, and, and sometimes it's, you know, real real spiritual. Sometimes it's, it's real real simple, and so each day – it just kind of depends on, on the topic and ultimately what God puts on my heart and what he teaches me, and then I try to share that with the, the, the readers. And so I uh, was just getting coffee with a guy today who, who loves the devotional, and um, I, I, just try, I just try to, to be real and honest and, and share what I think people can, can relate to and what they're struggling with and, um, you know, just be an encouragement and a challenge each day. I'm a radio guy. But, but God's given me this opportunity to write as well. Um, and so it's short, it's sweet, and it goes out through email, and people can subscribe on unpackingit.com. Uh, but, it's, but it's a lot of fun for me to see how God will, will take a sports story and, and, and bring to, to, to my mind and heart something that is relatable to the Bible and, and our own lives. I love that. I really do. That's great. And as a radio guy, like you say, what what happens, what are you shooting for in the hearts and minds of your listeners through your show? So ultimately, I, I want people to to see and, and hear, I guess ultimately hear, but hear what it looks like to follow Jesus and to, to be encouraged that there is hope, that there is uh, an opportunity, regardless of, of what we've, we've done in the past, to turn our lives around, to submit, to surrender to Jesus, and, and to follow his way, and that, that he is, he's our ultimate Savior. And, and so to, to think about the, the, the players and the coaches that, that we, we respect the most, to, to say, okay, what's behind those guys? Like, why are they different? And, and to be able to hear that on the radio uh, is, is my hope. Um, and so whether, whether it's the, the devotional or the radio show, I just want people to know that Jesus is real, that he changes us from the inside out, and, and he, he saved us uh, when he died on the cross and rose again. So um, I think we're, we're better when we're together and we're living life as sports fans together. Uh, so that's a, that's a big, 
big part of who I am and what I believe as well, that we can't do it on our own. So we got to lean on each other and we got to be open and honest with each other as well. Well, Bryce, you know, I, I absolutely love your heart. You know, I got to meet you a couple of weeks ago and in person and it's just evident how much you love Jesus. It's evident how God is using you. You know, I told you a little bit about my story about how I went to school to become a pastor and kind of like, you know, Charlie's opening story when he shared how many different doors you had to go through before God. Actually, God just kept telling you, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And I went to school to become one thing, and God said, no, I want you to become this. And, um, and And I love that God laid this on your heart. So help me understand how I can support you, you know, how I can give, where I give, Help me to outside of just money. What what are some other things that that I can do or anybody can do to really get behind, be a booster for you and your ministry? Absolutely. So first off, encourage people to to check out unpackingit.com, and there you can subscribe to the devotional, get it in your email Monday through Friday. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, and then find out all the local events that we have going on in Charlotte. Uh, so we've got a flag football tournament coming up on November 17th. Uh, we'll, we'll do something around the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, we'll also, we've got a conference next summer called Man Up, a golf tournament. And, and so multiple ways to uh, either be a, a, a sponsor, a donor, or, or a participant, or even a volunteer at, at a lot of what we're doing in town, um, viewing parties and, and that kind of thing as well. So uh, we just want people to, to be connected to the, to the ministry and, and whether you're following Jesus now or you're kind of intrigued by it, uh, but if you're a sports fan, you'll uh, you'll feel right at home uh, here at Unpacking It. I love it. So, again, that's Unpacking It, and that's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T dot com. You can learn a lot more about Bryce's ministry that God has laid on his heart in Unpacking It, and you can go to Unpacking It dot com to donate or get involved into his ministry uh, I love to, we have a part of our show that's called Rapid Fire uh, with Simply Financial, and it's 10 questions. If I could, Bryce, I'd love to ask you these 10 questions again. No pressure for anything. There's no right or wrong answer, but it's a fun time for me to go through just a rapid fire question asking for you, and then all you get to do is answer what I ask. Is that okay? That sounds good. All right, so here we go. What's more important, the value of your portfolio or the income that it generates? I'll go the income that it generates. Roth IRA or traditional IRA? What do you prefer? Roth IRA. How much to have in an emergency reserve fund? Two months, six months, or 12 months? I think 12 months would be awesome, but six months is a good good goal. Where to keep your emergency funds? Bank account or stock market? Bank account. Uh, annuities. You like them, love them, or hate them? Uh, I don't know. You got it. Like them, love them, or hate them? I'll say, I'll say like them. Retirement income vehicle, mutual funds or stocks? Mutual funds. Retirement income philosophy. This might not make sense, but liquidate or dividend? Dividend. Taxes over the next 50 years, are they going to go up, down, or stay the same? I'm afraid they're going up. The biggest impact on retirement uh, security, inflation, or taxes? Taxes. Okay. We should have both in there. (laughs) (laughs) To retire, should you pay off your home or carry a mortgage? Uh, Pay off your home. Okay. Well, that was amazing. That was good answers there, buddy. That's right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to switch kind of tones of the show, and really what I want to do is I want to talk about the the similarities between building a successful football team and building a successful financial approach for your future, basically your retirement. You, can, you, uh, can you hang with us for a little bit longer so we can go over this? That sounds fun, yeah. All right, so let's discuss the similarities. First, what, and, and you, you know a lot about sports, you're a sports guy, so you're kind of the perfect guy to ask. You know, what is needed for a successful football team? Maybe what we should start is what is football success? Let's start there. What does it look like for a football team to find success? Is it a Super Bowl ring? I don't know. What do you think? The first word that comes 
to me, to mind for me, is consistency. Hmm. Uh, why is that? Well, I think when you think about great teams and great franchises, whether in the NFL, college football, it's, it's the teams that year in, year out, they're in the mix. They're, they're competing year in, year out. They're consistent. You know what to expect. You but then everybody the calls them evil. There. You know, you, you, you look at the, the Bronx Bombers, you know, my favorite ba- baseball team, the Yankees. You know, they won so much, and everybody hates them. Now it's Alabama. Alabama is recruited like crazy. They're a, they're a powerhouse like no, no other football team ever, and everybody hates them. You're just upset about that, aren't you? Because well, you no, think Michigan it, is the way to go and App State beat Michigan. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. I knew this was going to come out. I knew yeah, this I was going to come out. Okay. But the point is, I, I love what you're saying, but I feel like at, at some point that six, that consistency kind of turns, and I know that's not, not the point of this segment, but there there is a lot of truth. When you're always up on top, people want to knock you off. And they get sick of you, like the like the Warriors right now. They've had a, a long a run. run. Yeah. The Bulls back in the '90s, everybody mm-hmm. loved them. They hated them at the same time. But although everybody loved Michael John Jordan. Wooten, UCLA, yeah, what was it eleven or twelve? It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. So besides consistency, what else is there, Charlie? What, what do you got? Well, you know, I was thinking, you know, sometimes wins, successes, losses are, are just part of luck. I think you got to celebrate the process, the the planning, the strategy. Uh, what you go through day in and day out to, to build it. Sometimes it works for you. Hopefully it does most of the time. Sometimes it doesn't. And, and you know, I liken that back to planning for a financial future. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the pieces in place. You celebrate the process. I'm doing this, doing this, doing this. Most likely it's going to lead me there. But sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes life gets in the way. Things happen. So we've got good good strategy, good consistency, we also, I think, need to throw in the mix good coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have a good coach, you're probably not going to find a, a good, solid, successful football team or any team for that matter. You're not cohesive. It all doesn't come together. Correct. Right. Actually, we're talking, uh, and Bryce, you can, you can throw your two cents in here. Charlie and I were talking on the way into the show today. What, Who's the better coach, the, the, oh, yeah. the NFL coach or the college coach? And, you know, Charlie's comment was, well, I think the NFL coach has a has a tougher job because they're they're coaching a bunch of, you know, wealthy individuals that That's probably right. have pretty a pretty whole lot of strong pride, ego, yeah, ego. Yeah. where that where it's different in in college is totally it's completely different because the money's not there. Their ego's probably there. Ego's there. Oh, but, yeah. but they don't have the money except for the ones that talk to Bryce or interviewed by Bryce. He's got the. People that he's might have their head on straight. Yeah, yeah, he's got some good ones. He really does. And then last thing I'd probably say is players. You you, yeah. you need good coaching, good strategy. You need great, good good players. And it's amazing. Some of these, the best college championship teams, a lot of it, you don't even see the stars of those show of, of yeah. those teams do anything in, in the NFL. It's but, the strangest thing. But, you know, and I know you've we've discussed this before. It's not just great players, but it's great players that – fulfill their part in the, the team. team in the team that, yeah. yeah and that's and next segment when we come back we're going to be talking a lot more in detail about being a part of the team and, and having that success so we're going to take this formula what has made great football teams and and turn that into financial success this is charlie bowers the show is simply financial with paul durso and this is the insight financial network ifn So what three things will you need for the retirement of your dreams? Well, first, there's income. Second, income. And third, you guessed it, income. But how will you get it? Will you have enough? Want to know for sure? We will create an income plan specific to you using our proprietary Simplicitree software. Creating this plan is a $1,500 value, but for 10 of our listeners, we're going to give away this plan absolutely free. Only 10 free plans, so call now, 855-999-PLAN. That's 855-999-7526. Get on the list now for your Simplicity financial plan. Call now, 855-999-PLAN, 855-999-7526. One more time, 855-999-7526. 
Hi, this is Andy Mangione with AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso on the Insight Financial Network. Carry on my wayward son, there'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry no This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso. I'm Charlie Bowers, and we are talking with Bryce Johnson, the host of the Unpacking It radio show, and we are discussing the similarities between building football success and financial success. So to recap, before we turn the corner on financial success, let's recap very quickly what what success looks like on a, on a football team. And in and, and last segment, we decided that it's really consistency, strategy, coaching, and players. So how does that relate to financial success? Because there's definitely some correlations there. Well, you know, strategy and coaching just pops right out. And I can liken players to the investments because we talked about um, you want great players that, that fit the puzzle piece to that football team. You, you want to have the right person uh, in the in the right position, mm-hmm. and you want the right investment that's going to do the right thing for you and your financial plan. You know, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, when I look at some of the best football teams out there, you know, from year to year, there's there's definitely some players that tend to rise above the crop year in and year out, but that's not normal, mm-hmm. and they don't typically always stay there. You know, you look at Michael Jordan. He played a long time in the NBA. He wasn't always the MVP. I think he was right. MVP what? Well, he had it a lot of times. What, four, five, six, six yeah, times. I think so. He was always the MVP in the finals. But during the regular season, he wasn't always the MVP. Same with LeBron James. And there's a lot of of athletes that play above. But the averages, you're not necessarily going to see the same MVP always. I know he was the MVP. Weren't you showing me something about a Baltimore? Was it Baltimore player? Trent Dilfer. Dilfer. So it, it, we had this discussion a couple of days ago. And yeah. Bryce, this this might be interesting to get your, your feedback on this. So how important is a quarterback to winning a Super Bowl? You'd think it's it's vital. It's mm. you know, it's such it, it, they run the team. And I was thinking back to just when I was getting out of college, the Baltimore Ravens were in the Super Bowl in uh, two thousand one, I, I think it was. And um, they had just brought Trent Dilfer, they they brought him in that year. They went to the Super Bowl, and then he was gone the next. He was only on that team for one year. I'm sure he's a, a wonderful person. I don't remember any of his stats, mm-hmm. um, but he came in and was gone, and it wasn't even a high-profile contract. Yeah, It was, mm-hmm. hey, we just need a quarterback because we have the greatest defense ever in the history of the <laughs> NFL, and we're going to win defense wins championships. And what's your take on that, Bryce? Well, I, I think in today's NFL, it's all about the quarterback because the rules have changed and, and defenses, they're just not allowed to be as dominant as they, they used to be. The big hits and all that sort of thing have just been taken away. Um, how physical they can be with the receivers. So the quarterback in today's game is absolutely crucial, and, and we're going to continue to see elite quarterbacks win. And Nick Foles last year, mm-hmm. he played great. So, so whether he's a great quarterback or not, and now he's a backup with the Eagles, he played tremendous throughout that run. And so you just have to get strong quarterback play uh, in the playoffs and, and, and into the Super Bowl. And Trent Dilfer, he was a reliable and solid quarterback for the Ravens. Uh, he, they didn't need him to do as much because their defense at the time, like you said, was just so dominant. But he still did what, what needed to be done. He did. So let's – You know, he made a good point there that – you know, like Foles played great when he needed to for the Eagles this past year. It, it's like investments. They can do great for a period of time, but they won't necessarily continue that way. So that's why investments, it's not just, oh, I'm going to buy this and hope it becomes the greatest investment in the world. Ever. See how well it did this year. Next year may not be the same thing. So, You know, so let, let's let's draw this thing together. So let's let's first talk about strategy. So – when it comes to football strategy, I'm no strategist out there. I don't know how to design the, the greatest football or basketball team from a strategy standpoint. But from an investment standpoint, there's a lot of similarities because you have positional players that play the field and a football team 
and you're going to have positional investments mm -hmm. on your portfolio. Specific purposes. Specific purposes. You have to draw a purpose and strategy when investing. It, it's, yeah. it's just like football. Certain investments have jobs, and that's the job. And, and Bryce, you just brought up a point, and Charlie, you definitely cemented it in the fact that they, they have a very specific thing to do. And when it comes to investments, it's exactly why you put them in your portfolios mm -hmm. because they have something to do. You know, Bryce, you had brought up consistency. Let me say that. Let me use a different word that maybe builds, builds similarities between it. I would call it, when it comes to investing, discipline. So you want to be consistent in how you approach your investments with a great degree of discipline. I think discipline is one of the most vital aspects to building a great portfolio because you have this a good strategy then you have to have the discipline to implement it that's right if you don't have discipline the wheels come off real quick because we are natural bad decision makers i mean our emotions grab us so fast and we are just ready to make a horrible decision right out of the gate i'm not sure actually you know back on the show uh, earlier on the show we we're talking about just bringing God into your life, and we are born into this world with this in nature, and unfortunately, that drags us into making bad decisions. Mm -hmm. And we are just we are natural born bad decision makers. And if you don't have discipline in your life to follow those strategies, and you look at some of the greatest coaches, they they coach at halftime. They say, okay, this isn't exactly how we thought this game was going to pan out, but you know what? Here's our game strategy. If we stick to it, we're going to come out victorious and it's no different in their financial plan you know that that's a great point in that you know sometimes coaches go in at halftime and they have to make a change to the game plan mm -hmm. sometimes in life things happen and you have to go back in and alter your game plan so that you have a better chance of winning it, it, it really does relate very well but um, it all starts with a plan yeah they have to have a plan before the game starts you can't just hit the hit the ground running and go okay We'll see how the first half goes, and then second half we'll 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 look at it. You know, the, these people they they game plan all week long, two weeks, three weeks long. Sometimes they're starting the year before, and they get up to the game. They've got this great plan in place, and then life happens. The game mm -hmm. pans out, and that's when they're going. Oh, well, here's here's what we said we were going to do if that happened, and guess what? That happened. Now we have to make adjustments. Yeah, I think it's funny, though, and I'm not sure exactly what point I'm trying to make here, but, you know, most of the time teams, coaches have a game plan. They have their strategy. This is the way we want to do it. But sometimes you've got some phenomenal player, and you end up trying to build your team and your strategy around that One fantastic player. quarterback. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to build my financial plan again around Amazon. You know, it, it's just it, – it's a – Back to your nature point. It, it's our nature to, to try to do these things. Here's a great winner of a player or a product, uh, and I'm going to build my, my plan around him. The franchise quarterback, the yeah. franchise player, and look how that's panning out right now in Pittsburgh. Not, not, not too well. well, well so, the, you know, the struggle of, of financial planning is you have to have a good plan. You've, you've got to have good coaching in your life. You know, whether you use a financial advisor, you have good sources to get great material, great information. You've got to have good coaching in your life and just understand that MVPs are not always going to play like MVPs. That's Sometimes right. they're, they're going to play well and be the best and other times they're not. And that's okay. That doesn't mean they're still not MVP quality. That just that's means right. they're just, just not having an MVP. Today is not a great day. Absolutely. Or and and Ray Tanner, UNSC foot, uh, athletic director, when uh, he was coach of the baseball team and a couple of players went down, his, his talk to the team was win anyway. So you go back out there and you play your game and you just hang in there while you can and win anyway. I mean, I think that was so inspirational to the players at the time. Mm -hmm. And, Paul, how can we let uh, people contact us to, to come in and, and see if we can help them so shore if, up their if plan? If you really want to have a successful retirement, you know, the first place it's going to have to start is building a good, solid retirement plan. Just pick up the phone, dial 704 529-9500, again, 704-529-9500. And what we're going to do is we're going to help build you a, a help you with the strategy, yeah, level plan to, to take retirement on your terms. Again, one last time, 704-529-9500. Um, and then we're going to set up a time to get together on, on your terms where we can help you build a retirement plan. Why don't you 
tell us what's going to happen next week. All righty. With will taxes be going up or down in the future? Well, Bryce said they probably would be going up, so I'm kind of in line with Bryce. Well, according to many experts, we will have to double taxes or cut all of our benefits in half to stay solvent as a country. Join us next week as we bring a great friend of the show, David McKnight, author of The Power of Zero, to show you how to get yourself into the 0% tax bracket in retirement. Would you love to be paying 0% in income taxes? Tune in next week and find out how. And I want to thank Bryce Johnson uh, for being on the show today. Your ministry, Unpacking It, is amazing. Uh, I love your heart for God. I love what God has laid on your heart to to minister to so many sports fans out there, the, the love of Jesus and how different athletes love Jesus and that there's more to them than just sports. So thanks for being on the show, Bryce, and, uh, and God bless you and your ministry. Uh, and I want to thank our producer extraordinaire, Stephen Helbig, uh, he's amazing at what he does, and uh, thank you fine folks here at the station who are giving us this form to bring financial clarity to the fine, great people of, of Charlotte and beyond. And most importantly, thank you for tuning in and telling your friends about the show. Uh, it's our hope here at Simply Financial that we're bringing you useful steps towards financial clarity each and every week. Um, our ultimate goal, of course, is to help you retire securely. If you want to talk, just pick up the phone and dial 704-529-9500. We're going to get back to you as soon as possible. Again, that's 704-529-9500. We're going to get back with you ASAP with our best to make sure you have the clarity you need, the planning you need to retirement, to retire the way that you desire in retirement of your dreams. One last time on today's show, this is... Uh, Paul Durso here with my co-host, Charlie Bowers. The show is Simply Financial with me, Paul Durso, where we're all about taking your first steps to financial clarity right here on the Insight Financial Network, IFN. <laughs>